1: flushcarecom slash weight loss. You cool? I'm cool.
0: You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool?
2: I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. <laughs> Kev almost died. I asked for y'all ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are back another week at Cooling Out. Kev barely made it, but here. <laughs> I'm here, man. You here, man? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. We got a good friend of the pod, uh, David. Yes. What's up, Daddy man? Dave. How you
3: doing? Say what's up to Whoop the people. Hello, hello. Thank hello, you hello. You're welcome. Thanks for coming through. It took a while to get this together, but thank you, Sorry. man. Appreciate it. Thanks no. For your nah, David, busy.
2: He a bu- Can I call you Dave? Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you gotta ask, you know. He a busy man. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, I tell people a little bit about yourself, what you do, things of that nature.
4: Okay,
5: um, I am a Korean American, born and raised in Queens. Hey. Yeah, Queens native all the way. Um, I am currently working at the same company as Kevin at the Execu Search Group. I am a recruiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably good for that work-wise. But um, other than that, yeah, like uh, I grad I literally went to school everything in Queens, even Queens College. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think everything about me is Queens. I think that's why I was telling you that, like Nas... More than yeah. Jay at the time. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't want to hold against you. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what, what, what? you nah.
3: like,
4: Nas more than Jay.
5: But we could get to that. I'm yeah. We'll get to that. eventually. I'm going to start off on a positive. Yeah, yeah. good book. Yeah, positive. Like a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, but... Yeah. yeah,
2: so I'm excited to be here. All right, cool, cool, cool. So you had a a topic that you wanted to discuss. So if you could just introduce that topic, and then, you know, okay. we'll engage.
5: Um, so recently... Well, uh, Will Smith has gone on Instagram. I think it was because he went on the Ellen show. And Ellen made him an Instagram on, on the show, literally, at the end oh, of the Oh, that's December. the origin? Yeah, that's how it started. And it's like, he went on the show to do something with Ellen. And Ellen's like, you need to have Instagram. And then from that moment on, he started using Instagram. <laughs> and, like, he's been going viral on <laughs> He's been going ham on Instagram, Yeah. yeah like, wait, so, one of the more recent viral videos, uh, it, he titled it Fanning the Flame." Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen this quote many times and he brought it viral because he's fucking Will Smith, right? Sorry, can I curse you? Yes. Of course. Yes. Okay, all right. Let's Open forum. <laughs> Let him lose. Um, so the, the, the topic he talks about is he asks the audience, who were the last five people you texted or talked to and are they technically like fami- uh, fanning your flame as in, are they allowing you to grow? so are they putting log in your fire or are they fucking pissing all over you Hmm. because a lot of times when i was like like looking into this a lot of like we'll say successful people i'll put their quotations right successful people will say you are who you hang out with Mm -hmm. so kind of like he was talking about that yeah and you know i think that's an interesting thing because it's like are you you know like when people say oh you changed you're different, mm-hmm. you know, like or you don't see your old friends anymore. Like why is that? You know, like mm-hmm. and and I thought that was interesting and I know that it went viral because of the positive outlook it brings, but yeah. it's a very it's a very common thing that I say people that are turning 30 and and then 30 to 35 to 40 really think about cuz like your friend your circle gets what Smaller, as older you get. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, that that was something that, you know, wanted to talk about because I've been spending the last two years on a lot of, like, self-help books. Mm-hmm. And, like, the psyche of happiness and stuff. And I, I thought that was very interesting because even for myself, I used to be, I used to go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I used to promote for clubs. You mm-hmm. know, like, and that circle is huge. But now it's, like, so tiny. Yeah. And I, you know, I, and I started to really reflect about that, and I like, and I think I realized why it changed. And it was because of like what I knew, what I wanted in life, like my goals. Yeah. And I think that was like a big change, and um, and yeah, just to talk about it, just to yeah. See, yeah. You know.
2: How long ago was that when you were going out that frequently? I mean, we're gonna get into you know um, all right, the so heart of this conversation, but <laughs> it's just very interesting yeah, to know when people just, just stop going it. out.
3: Your toes in the water. Stop
2: going out. Not stop, but you know, yeah, as slow down on the regular. You know, Yeah, I mean,
5: slow down. On, like so. Okay, so college is college, right? I'll yeah, say, that yeah, yeah, I that mean, yeah. That don't even count. <laughs> Post college, I like, I started working at Executive Search, oh. but that's so. Like in your mid twenties, it's kind of interesting because it's like, oh, you got your first job. Mm-hmm. All your friends are in the city, and there's a shit ton of happy hour specials. Yeah. So you know, you're going out. <laughs> But then I, got, then I got introduced to, so when I, I went to school around here, mm-hmm. so all my friends went away. So when I was here, I, I hung out with a lot of people older than me, mm-hmm. so they snuck me into a lot of clubs. So at a young age, I knew a lot of club promoters, mm-hmm. so when I got my own job, those club promoters mm-hmm. would reach out, being like, hey, why don't you, you know, like, come in, I'll, I'll hook you guys up. Yeah. And then they introduced me to that, their clubs open on Thursdays mm-hmm. for corporate people, you know, like, <laughs> and they start at 10 rather than. Midnight one, you know. Yeah. It was old, it was, you, know, late, you know, so it was literally just a lifestyle. But it was like, you know, I hung out with a lot of Korean Americans, so we hung out in Koreatown, which is like thirty second and seventh. Yeah. Thirty second and seventh in between seventh and sixth. And there was like a Korean mega club near Prime Park that we would just go to. Oh. Literally just Koreans. You know, um, yeah, I would fucking go out on Thursday night to four in the morning, get home by five, sleep two hours and get back to executive search on Friday. And and it was actually more normal to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was almost, like, crazy if you didn't, if you were a person that went out. And we would sometimes go to the same club Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we called it the trifecta. I was was working with a legend. (laughs) No, then, like, then, walked the older they would ask some, you know, they would ask you to promote. They would ask you to promote and then start promoting, made some money off of it. And then, but then I think I stopped doing that when the hangovers started getting mm. worse and and <clears throat> I think more uh, about when I started to focus more on what life was outside of just that yeah and then that's when I got into a very serious relationship now with my wife mm. um I would say like she definitely grounded me on that aspect uh because if it wasn't like i would I was just like I would say like just running loose just like get Getting drunk, getting high, getting mm. fucked up, like, in any way, shape, or form, you know? Good old days.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Nah, but I, I, I... It's funny because these are things, personally, like, even when I was growing up, right? My mom, the people I used to hang around with, hang around... Let's say high school, right? Yeah. A lot of people I hung out with in high school I can't even have a basic conversation with today. No, what I try to is just we're on two totally different wavelengths. Yeah, yeah. But when you're younger, like your your parents, or well, my parents anyway, would try to preach that to me. Like, oh, you know, as you get older, you know, everyone's gonna go their yeah. separate way. You're not gonna hang out with this person more you, you guys are gonna have separate interests and mm. things of that nature. And at that time, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, that's my homie. We're, we're homies for life, you know? Yeah. Like, th- and <laughs> really? things like that. Oh, that's, that's my homie. We're gonna be homies for life. And it's just, it's interesting, like the older you get, like how your focus changes. Like, Everything that used to be important to me, for the most part, is no longer important to me. Like yeah, yeah, going yeah. out all the time, like being in the in the spotlight, all those things that I thought were like essential to me, like mm. you know, it just it doesn't even it doesn't I don't need it anymore, like at yeah. all. And it's just it's interesting to think about that. But I think that comes with um, growing up and maturity and things of that nature. It's just yeah, it's uh, crazy.
6: Oh, you guys sound you sound old already. <laughs> I,
2: don't, I, don't, I don't even think it's about being yeah, old. I, don't, I think it's about you know just becoming more responsible. For example, I know for a fact, me and Kev, that one summer, we went out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's what I was going to say.
3: Like, your story is like the Brooklyn version of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the Queens version. I have the Brooklyn version. Yeah, it yeah, was we- like Tuesday, Wednesday,
2: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, like, if I was to think back and just tally up how much money, one, I, I wasted yeah, back mm-hmm. then, it's just asinine to think, like, damn, yeah. I wasted all this money. I agree. And for what? I mean, granted, it was fun. It, I ain't gonna lie. It was so much fun in <laughs> <And> that moment. <laughs> but it's just, like, the older I get, it's just the it's like just less appealing to me to, like, be out and to be doing all those things. But I'm happy that it is. I'm happy, right? Yeah. And it's, like, even within our friend circle. Yeah. For example, like... Even during that time, we, mm. I, I would say we had. I had some friends. I'll speak on my behalf. I had some friends that literally, I could only hang out with if I was going out to drink.
5: Uh, yeah, same. And
2: same. you don't even realize that that you don't realize that that um, that that element exists in your friendship until you get older and, you, and you're like, damn, like we don't hang out no more. And then you try to figure out why you're not hanging out anymore. Mm. It's because I'm not going out to drink it all the yeah. time anymore, and that's why we can't hang out anymore because the basis of our friendship was based upon us going out to drink all the time together or go party together. So when you don't have that, then that friendship you know, ceases to exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just sad sometimes
6: but. And it's true I remember too, a lot of our friendships in college were established Only at the fact that we were drunk like, Oh, you well know that's, that's a different yeah, that's No, that but that's that the thing, different. you would wake up And you'll be like, hey, what's going on? But you wouldn't have no real relationship <sighs> no, no with them It would just yeah. be like, yo, I saw you yesterday When we were fucked up, I'll just see you later yo, that was crazy, that was
4: crazy.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> You're going to such and such tonight <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like You would just see them And then you wouldn't see them anymore. Yeah. It was like it was weird. Yeah. They, uh,
5: someone also said to me that the deepest relationships that are bonded are through the biggest of your sh- like big struggles. Mm. So I would say like hangovers, like drinking and then talking about the recovery. <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, made yeah, that bond made very that bond special. Strong, yeah. <laughs> like like <anyone laughs> who go out with Thursday night. <laughs> Friday morning G chats were all about how much we wanted to kill ourselves. Yeah. Like, it was all about that struggle. But yeah. then, like, we formed around that. And yeah. everyone had, like, some crazy thing. And there was group chats going on of just, like, holy shit, it's 11 a.m. I just got to work. You're, like, everyone's, like, man, you're fucking you lucky son of a bitch. I've been yeah. here since, like, 830. You know, like, yeah. the struggle of that. And, you know, like, you know. That's true. Because when you think about it, like, wow. all, like, real tangible friendships, they were, a lot of it you compare it to, like, they were there for me. Yeah, even if it's like a funny struggle, like of a freaking hangover. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or like you struggling to get home when you're really drunk. Ooh, you know, like. (laughs) 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 It's before
2: the Uber days, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, that's
6: funny. Imagine if Uber was here back then. Ooh, so much. um. I've just been in more debt (laughs) 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 On that college budget. (laughs) Lead me to it.
3: I don't eat this week. <laughs> I'll be going out, so I guess I just won't eat. <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Oh, man. So, as far as fanning your flames, do you personally think that your friendship, I don't want to put—I want you to put one on blast, but like, your no, yeah, current yeah. friend circle, do you think that reflects people that are fanning your flames?
5: I think to a certain degree. You might get in trouble right now. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, to a certain degree, for sure. Like, mm. Um, I would say where I'm currently at, uh, there is very few people that are fanning that flame, in a way that's very intriguing. Where I'm constantly like reaching out, like yeah. I just met, like my closest friends, like my people that were like my groomsmen. Yeah, it's a friendship, a positivity of being like, hey man, I'm here for you. Like yeah, you should definitely do that, this and that. But when it comes to like, really feeding the log, I would say there's very, it, the, the, that circle is even smaller mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm not really learning from my friends
4: mm. because
5: I'm also the first one that got married. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to those aspects, it's more like they're there positively keeping the flame alive, they're fanning it. Yeah. But they're not the ones getting the log and being like, let's grow it, let's grow this flame. You know, so I think you need both. You need your boys that are there to support you where you could vent to, you go grab a drink with them when shit's hitting the fan, right? Like, but then there's going to be someone else also, like I would say, like a mentor, someone else Mm -hmm. that's literally like picking up a tree log, chopping it with you and putting it in there while your friends are on the side, like fanning it. Because you also need every aspect to have your flame going, Mm -hmm. you know? So with my closest boy, I, yeah, they're fanning it, but Mm -hmm. then who's feeding the log, I think that's what I'm just like yearning for at this moment. Yeah. And and that's why I was just telling Kev, like I was reading so many self-help books, so many self-help like podcasts, Mm -hmm. because I was like getting to a point where I had to like reach out to people to learn stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and like for example, I wanted to learn how to invest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to become 60 year old. Like my parents are immigrants. They have no retirement fund. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be like that. So I'm like, I need to make money, you know, outside of making money. Yeah, make your money you know? work for you. Yeah, make my money work for me. And then I started Googling it. And then some like, I, okay, so I'm also a Catholic. So mm. I prayed a lot about this. I'm like, I wish it would be amazing if I just knew someone that could also show me the way. Yeah. And then people started just coming. I don't know what we're talking about because I had gained interest in it. Mm. You know, I started to talk about it. And then the people that were also interested in it. Took the step forward to talk to me about it, while the people that were like, "All right, I don't know what the hell this is," took a step back. Yeah, you know, from that conversation, and then that circle started to form. And and specifically, like, I found, I was like, "Oh, yo, this cryptocurrency stuff is like crazy. I have like no idea what the hell this is." Yeah, I wanted to learn, and then I learned. I found someone in my immediate circle that's actually building one for a company, and he's just like, "Here, like, I'll teach you." And he started teaching me, and then I met. Someone I knew, I just reached out to him. He's a dad of two, like, a little older. And he's like, yeah, like, I invest. Like, this is what you should start off with. And here's, like, "Like read this article first. And then that just, like, that started to happen. <clears throat> but I think that happened when I knew what the fire was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, once you know what it is you want, and then you act upon it,
4: mm-hmm.
5: like, like, people really start to come towards it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, you, are you guys into metal, heavy metal rock? I can't have heard a I song am. or two, but that, right? <laughs> that's not, not that's my forte. Right? Yeah. So that's not something that you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah, correct. You guys know, you guys, like, you guys talk a lot about hip hop on your show, right? Love it. So that is what you surround yourself with. Yeah. So you, yeah. So like, you guys were telling me about those p- particular people that do podcasts. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you, you attract that energy. Mm-hmm. Like people are attracted to you because you talk about it. Yeah, you know, I think that's like that's what feeding the fire is. But friendship is the hard part because, like, the thing is, like, you have high school friends, you have middle school friends, and kids from elementary school mm-hmm. friends. That that bond sometimes is greater than the fire. Yeah. That's true. You know, because like, you know, some people might have gone to jail, came out, changed their life, and they're like. But I still need to go visit, or still sometime need to see my friends that are still doing these things because I still love them. Mm-hmm. But they're almost setting themselves up for failure at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go even dabble in that. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. keep those communications through Facebook Messenger.
5: You know, like. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. oh you alive? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. there's that aspect, you know, and I think that's the hard part about old friendship mm-hmm. because there's like a bond that. Developed with time, struggle, vulnerabil- vulnerability that you have shown to each other that, like, sometimes you can't even let them go when they're, you know, they are holding you back. Yeah.
2: In retrospect. I think it's very interesting what you said because what I took from it is basically one, you could have multiple flames. Yeah. In the, in the sense, like, because, for example, like, I want to learn how to invest like a year ago and I met someone and he was like at, similar to your story, but yeah. he was like, Read this book. Yeah. This book, uh, One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. He was oh, like, man. Read this book. And when I read it, it just enlightened me so much. Like yeah. I was like, oh, like my brain, like a different part of my brain just started like racing. <laughs> like yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. And like it took me a while before I started investing, but I was just like studied the stock markets, things of that yeah. nature. But that was something I wanted. So like he was fanning my flame in in, yeah. in, in this part of my life. But then I also have friends who um, are there for me more on a personal side of my life? Like personal, personally, I want to grow. I don't know in this particular way, and then I have friends who will support me in that. So it just it's, it's interesting to know that you can have so many different flames, and even professionally, like there's things yeah. I want to accomplish prof- professionally, and I have mentors, you know, in the legal field who are like, you should do this, you should focus on this, mm. you know, what are you trying to accomplish? This is how you should, you know, people give you advice, and it's you know it's just interesting to know that you have different flames and different people who will provide the logs per se. For those flames And yeah. be there to support you
4: mm-hmm. That's true
5: But I think the most important thing Is to also So there's this thing of a loyalty right mm-hmm. But I think that's the part that Maturity allows you to cut mm. And I think that's the hardest thing
6: yeah. How do you differentiate between the two then? If Wouldn't you just be? want to be a good friend Like let's say uh, Like Jarrell for instance Like he's over here fucking <laughs> up Please but incriminate me I was like like, nah Nah Nah, but like let's say like him Like you you know He he has a work ethic But let's say we just don't feel like he's ready for the podcast Mm -hmm. Do you stay loyal to him And help him grow that flame Or do you sort of cut him off
5: So the thing is it's about like at that point Is he pissing on your flame Is he the one that's always coming late Is he the one that has all the material Like all the you know X, mm-hmm. Y, Z, like everything in here, literally. And you guys are waiting every time 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If he's affecting the progress, then yeah, you, you need to cut him off. Damn, mm-hmm. that sounds about right. But if
2: you... <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, <laughs> we'll talk later. But, <laughs> you know but, man. If he,
6: but if
5: he's the one that wants, to, out of curiosity, wants to be a part of it, then you should take the responsibility away from him and just mm. allow him to join you when he can. That's that, you know what I mean like because <laughs> because, <that's, laughs> because the thing is it's just like what if, what if his potential is like someone you can mentor, right? You know like he's worth it. But at the same time his time commitment isn't. Yeah. So then you got to either figure things out around it because like cutting it would be that like he's he's bringing nothing to the table. Yeah. If anything he's slowing you guys down. But if he's bringing things to the table, but there's other things, you know, kind of to resh- work on. To work on, then you got to take all that responsibility away from him, so that you could rely on the like your A players.
6: So then you we so then you would be the person's flame in a way.
5: No, the flame is this in total. It's okay. just like yeah, the flame in this instance would be the podcast. Yeah, the and podcast what we're all
2: contributing to the podcast. Yeah. that's the flame. But if if I'm doing something negative, in in your example, then I would be pissing on the flame. Yeah, and in that instance. You two would be like, we have to take this responsibility away from him so that the flame can continue to grow rather than me pissing on it and gotcha. diluting okay. the flame. Because then I
6: was thinking of it in a sense of then helping him try to get back to where he wants to be. In that Which is what you flame. would be doing yeah. if you take the
5: responsibility away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're, you're asking, okay, so then we'll use a basketball analogy. You can't ask Kobe Bryant to calm his flame down, right? So you get role players to be around him. That can deal with that. That could deal with that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, You know, you can't. It's like this. It's like they brought Dwight Howard that one time to compliment his flame. If anything, Kobe was pissing all over Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard was always pissing all over Lakers. (laughs) You know, so they had to cut that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you have to also find, you know, the compliments of what the flame could be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an individual thing. You know, it's your own flame. How are they fanning it? And, like, you might have a boy that's really, you know, your boy. But because of the fact that he's not fanning your flame, you're just not hanging out with him on a weekly, you know, that you used mm-hmm. to. Like, like he, you just take space. There's like more of, There's more space that grows from that. But yeah. the thing is, you could be the one fanning his flame, though. He reaches out to you when yeah. he's having problems. Mm-hmm. But you might not be reaching out to him when you're having problems the no way that need. He
2: used to. Yeah. But, like, that's just basically being loyal to a fault. Like, yeah. if you're willing to be loyal. Because, like... The the obvious example, I have friends who I grew up with, um, like Will, for example. Will, like, every time I talk to Will, he tells me all the time, like, yeah, I'm not going back. I don't go back to Decatur that often. I don't go back near our high school that often. And the obvious reason is because, you know, some of our old associates, you know, still... You know, doing yes. uh, illegal things And you know, nothing to incriminate no one But he's like, I don't want to be around that Because when you put yourself in that situation Those people bring you down yeah. So it's like, we could, he could easily be a person that's like You know, well mm-hmm. these are my boys, these are our boys And just be loyal to a fault And constantly be around them and hanging around them But then he benefits He doesn't nothing. benefit at all from that it, 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 it's, not, it's, not, it's not doing anything but bringing negativity to his life Yeah. So he'll he be being loyal to a fault In that mm-hmm. instance And they yeah. would literally be pissing on his flame But luckily Will's an, a very intelligent man And he
5: knows better So yeah.
2: Will's
6: in Dubai the last You're time about I to saw say Will in the world. I Don't go back point. to Decatur <laughs> <man. Yeah. laughs> Stay in Dubai
5: <laughs> So then like As default loyalty that kicks in A good friend from that circle mm-hmm. Would then meet him Somewhere else. Yep. You get what I mean. Like that's growth of friendship. Mm, like gotcha, if yeah. if you were pissing on the flame of the podcast, but you were a good friend and loyal, you might you might be the first one to come up and listen. I'm holding you guys back. Mm. Like you guys need to move forward. Like that's the uh, that's the that's the mutual way of a healthy relationship. Yeah. Like everyone's mm-hmm. coming to an
6: agreement. That rarely happens. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was gonna ask. How that's, does like. I never heard that before. I mean, I it happens. It, it happens. happens. It's very rare. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of, ego. Yeah. you know,
5: but, but the thing is, it's like when that's the one thing is like for a good dynamic team is where you have to allow the pride to be fruitful, you know, like pride is good. You need it. That's the drive of what makes the team go. But you know, like you, yeah, you guys need to fight here and there too. But at the end, you guys, everyone has to just systematically know like what's, best yeah for the podcast if we're talking
6: us, yeah so, you know we'll talk later kev <laughs> <laughs> someone has to go we're going to draw straws and we'll we'll, we'll uh, cut
2: your <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn, I, I literally i just had a point in my head that i wanted to make uh not about change shit it was something you just said and it like really just
6: didn't stick with you No no no, no, no. Like, It did but then we started talking about something else And then like My no, brain yeah. just like
3: left me It's about if you were messing up You would come forth Or something else
6: no. Pissing the, the flame
3: It was something about Will Smith A point that he had made Five
2: friends About growth and oh. something Damn Oh well I'm sure to come
5: come back to me And what else I'll just blurt it out mm, That's mm. what I'm good for <laughs> I, uh, the the other thing I, I believe with the fire It's It's even for yourself You have to have no pride mm-hmm. Because when you have your fire And you think about your friend You have your own pride to hold on to that value Of what that friend might bring mm-hmm. So a lot of times people have to fight Their internal pride Because it's like Wow, like I don't want to be the first one to say This isn't going anywhere
4: mm-hmm. Let or me like,
5: wait Yeah, like let me wait or let me kind of drag this on, you know. Like when you see your boys in like a horrible fucking relationship, you're like, "Yo, just break up with her." You're like, oh, "If I just treat her bad, maybe she would break up with me." Just like, what? Why are you <laughs> even <either> doing <laughs> that? Like, you know, like yeah. uh, But you know, I think that's the thing. Like, <laughs> <you> know, like <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Yeah, yeah. man, it's it's very true. <laughs> people are, you know, people are pansies, man. They they don't have the confidence to do the right thing. You know, they just don't (laughs) have the confidence to do the right thing, Mm, you know, but, uh, but to have a flame is, it's very true. You have to know what you want. And Mm. I think that's hard when you're in your 20s, you know, you don't know what the hell you want. You know, you don't know. And that's the whole point of the 20s is to explore that as much as you can. You know, I think um, once you could go through that and you got to also go through tough times, you know, like. Making big decisions, even even though it might not look big later on in your life. But in your 20s, it's the time
6: to, like, really go through all that. You
5: mm-hmm. know? Yeah,
6: definitely. I had, I mean, the guys know pretty much. I had a flame I had to cut off this year. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was kind of like you said, like, I'm, or even Jarrell, like, I was loyal to a default, like. And, and can I ask you what specifically it was? What was it, a friend or? Relationship. But it was, know. like, to the point where, like, none of us were being... Like you said the pride was in the way like we didn't want to be like you let's break up or like mm-hmm. i'm gonna break up with us with us so like i'll do it like it had to it came to a point where it was just like i'm not gonna say well it was me like i had to be like yo like that's it like we can't do this anymore and it was weird because i didn't want to do it either and it's mm-hmm. as a human like you don't really feel like it doesn't hit you until someone else says it like you both be sitting there like, oh, I don't want to do it until they do it. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel that until after, like when you start thinking about it. So it was like if, if that didn't happen, we would still be stuck probably somewhere or yeah. communication would be off. So like that's like a like that. That was one of my biggest weaknesses is trying to like understanding your flame and keeping that circle there. Yeah. And then if, if you know, even with friends, too, I have some friends that I, they weren't helping me progress. Yeah. So it was like, you just had, I, I couldn't cut him off. I'd just rather stay yeah. than, than leave and leave you hanging. <gasps> there it is. There it is.
2: Change. That's what I was trying to, that's, <laughs> damn, that's what I was trying to, I
6: fanned the flame. No, no,
2: no, that's what, that's what it was. <laughs> I wanted to transition into the next segment into the next topic, and that's what it was. wasn't, that, well, that it's, you know, same topic. But when people say that you've changed, oh, yeah. Like, that's, mm. what I, that's what I was trying to say. Damn. Sorry, my head was hurting. I was like literally just thinking so hard <laughs> about like what the fuck was I trying to say? But no, like what does that mean to you when people say you've changed?
5: Um it's I'm not measuring to their expectation. Mm. You know? That's, and that's well put. Yeah, because expectation is an opinionated mm-hmm. thing that someone else puts on you. Mm-hmm. And, day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and when someone says that, then their pride has taken over them, mm. and it's more like they're saying, "Oh, you've changed," and I'm like, mm. "You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I did. You did too, but I'm not calling you out on it.
4: Mm. <laughs>
5: it's like, so why are you saying that? Mm. Because you're hurt. Yeah. You're probably saying that because you got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know. So um I think, I think when someone says that, there, there, is, there are, there's a weird expectation that someone's not meeting. You know, and I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. You know.
2: Oddly enough, I love it when people tell me I've changed I do too Same, I do. love it I love it's it It's like It's almost like a weight lifted off of me Because it's like this underlying tension that was there That now I know about that. I didn't even know existed <laughs> But now you told me there was some underlying tension there And most time, people tell me I've changed It's always in a, People never tell me I've changed in a positive way Ever, it's very, no one, it's very, very rare, rare, very rare. Like some, you know, I don't want to say that, but like women who in my past would tell me, "Wow, you're with this girl. I can tell you're happy. You've changed a lot from the, from the girl I <laughs> know in the past." Uh... It's like the, that's like the only positive yeah. time anyone's ever told me, "Wow, you've changed." Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's oh, random shit like, "Oh, you think you bougie now?" Or like some very like, yeah, asinine yeah. backhand compliment <laughs> or like you yeah, know, yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean, like? You've changed, and when I hear that, to me, I take that as you've grown because that's, yes. that's all I, I've done. I've grown, I've matured. So people are like, oh, you don't want you don't want to go out and drink all the time anymore. You've changed. No, I haven't. I've matured. Like I, yeah, these no. things aren't as appealing to me anymore. Yeah, I agree. I much rather you know stay at home, relax. You know save some money you know yeah. do something else with that money that i would have went out and spent a hundred plus dollars you know on wasted alcohol now I can you use that money to invest in something you know or save it yeah um but when people tell me i've changed i just it just i just light up inside it's like and then i love hearing their 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 reason as to why they think i've changed yeah and then for the most part most of the time i'm like no i haven't i mean i have changed but you just haven't grown with me yeah. and we're growing apart and that's why you feel that way
5: And and yeah, that's exactly what fanning the fire is. Yeah. You know, I I think that's very important, though. Like the crazy thing is um, a scientist said your mind works in a way to protect you. Mm -hmm. So you don't your mind actually makes you not experience new things Hmm. because it's trying to protect you because going to doing something new could hurt you is how the brain thinks. Mm -hmm. So psychologically, a lot. Why do you think? 90% Ninety percent of the people that you're like, hey, let's go try this restaurant. They're like, mm, I've never had that before. Yeah. And I, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. you know, it's like, why don't we just go to the same restaurant? Like, why do you think you're a creature of habit? It's because that your mind wants to protect you from anything that's dangerous.
4: Mm-hmm. So
5: the scientists like proved this point. So for you to make a new habit, you have to go against what your mind is thinking. Yeah. So like when your friends say you you changed or whatnot, it's because Habitually, you're, that person is very set in their ways. Yeah. Like, everyone is. And that's how they stay comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't leave their hometown. You know, they, they don't leave literally their block. Yeah. Like, when you think about it, man, like, people in the hood, they rep their block. They don't leave it. You know, that's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, even, like, it's crazier. Even for rappers that have made it, still rep their block that they haven't lived at. But that's mm. how they identify themselves. It's like it's an identity. It makes them who they are. And once change comes in, it's like, oh sure, I don't know you anymore. You know, yeah. and it's a very it's it's very natural. A scientist has like shown this concept. That's also why animals don't leave areas. Yeah, it's it's for safety. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why families try to stay together and all this. But with technology, everything's changed. Yeah. You know? So when people are like, you ha- you changed, it's like. It's because that's how most people are, is they're not going to change. Yeah. You know. It's so funny you said that. It reminds
2: me of this was years ago when when we were in college and I was on Jamaica Ave and I was this random dude was just like super energetic and yeah. was talking to me. And I I went down to I was on Jamaica Ave going to the, the post office to get my to uh, fill out my passport application. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's what it was. And he was like, hey, Young, young boy, what you doing over here, like, you know, just and I was like, Oh, I just came from you know, post office, whatever like things like, What you doing in there? And like just, maybe he seemed harmless. I'm yeah. just like talking to him, I'm like yeah, I was, you know, drop my passport application. Though it was very far about to go study All abroad. Let's right, go. Cool. And he was like, a passport. Like <laughs> he's like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, a passport. He's like, What the fuck, what the fuck you need a passport for? And I was like, so you can leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying. And he was just saying, like, I ain't never getting a passport because I ain't never leaving <laughs> Yeah, Queens. Yo, I'm that's not, real. Nah, I'm not leaving New York City. I'm never leaving Queens. Queens. Yeah. That's what he said.
6: Yo, to that's me. so real. He said,
2: oh, <laughs> shit. He said, I ain't that's, never leaving Queens. Fuck, I need a passport. Oh, I'm <laughs>
6: grateful. Oh, that's, I said,
2: oh, shit. <laughs> that is good. That's exactly that what I'm talking about. To be wired that way. He was an old, like, a old Ooh. drunk man. but it, I mean, he was harmless, but it was just, it was funny that, that like, that, that's where his mind was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. And I was young. I was like nineteen. So 20.
5: then, like, so then, like, look at this. Think of the people that you might have cut off recently in the last five years. Cut off. You don't hang out with them. You don't it's talk to them. There's a good amount, right? Where are they? <laughs> are they still in the same place? Or are they still doing the same thing? And a good amount. Immo- and how? Like, is it a good amount of them? It's a shit ton of them. Yeah. A good, yeah, it's you, very, know? you know
2: the thing about it is like kept thinking about it. Like, <laughs> it's like if I cut someone off, it's not even like, like, oh, yeah, we can. it's like just a natural, it, you know, it naturally it just happens. goes naturally, we ways. go separate ways. But then there's some people same. who reach out to me, yeah, yeah, um, once once they've grown, yeah, and like they reach out to me for advice or other things, and then somehow that relationship uh slowly mends its fences because we're back on the same wavelength again, yeah. but. For the most part, people that I don't talk to anymore, there's reasons why I don't talk to you yeah. anymore, and you're still... <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm, I'm not saying in a judgmental way, it's just that you're doing things that I don't want to do, yeah. and we're just on two different wavelengths, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah.
5: that's where you are right now, and yeah. I am where I am. Like, when you could talk about it and look back, you go, wow, they're still doing the same thing. Same thing. You know, so it's like, they didn't change, but mm-hmm. in reality, then also look at why you why they're not with you Mm -hmm. is because most of the world doesn't change yeah so you who are changing you are now going to someone else's habits yeah like that's the crazy part like meaning that there are people that change now and that's their world right you're trying to get there that's why they're fanning your flame but when you get into that world you're like oh shit like there's another goal I want to reach yep and then you're like, I need to let go of these people now because they're not changing.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: They're like in this level. Yeah, they're content at yeah, this Yeah, they're level. content at this level, but you're like, you're the, that's, the reason why I bring this up is that's why there's only 1% of the world or in the United States that control 70% of our economy. 80 Eighty percent of our economy. <laughs> Eighty. Why do you think it's only one percent? And what's the population of the United States? Three hundred and seventy-five million, I believe, or, or do we reach four hundred? Around there. A Around lot. there, right? So that means there's a very small circle that's at an extraordinary successful level, mm-hmm. and they're constantly climbing. You know, yeah. and that just means that it's not a normal thing. It's really not. One really percent is not normal. Not normal you yeah, know? but. To be, you know, so that's the part about it where you, when you grow and you don't stop growing in that accelerated rate and you know what your goal is, it's, it's more common to see people being stuck at where they are,
4: mm-hmm.
5: not changing, not wanting to change, not wanting to learn, even though we when you started it, you were like, wow, they're successful, they're everything. And when you get there and you're like the few ambitious people or would say. But there's more to this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then you keep climbing that ladder, and you're like, you know what? Screw these people <laughs> now. You're like yeah. Yeah. cutting these ties up now. Like, screw that. Mm-hmm. I got to go up more. You know, yeah. and I think that's like the aspect of life that's crazy. Like, yeah,
2: it's so easy to, to become content, though. It is. It's, because it's so. It's, a, it's easy. a normal part of how it's, your brain it's works. It's so easy. Like, I would say for the past. Let's say for the past two months, like I've literally been like, all right, what's more than this? What's more? I can do more. I can do more. But for the past five months before that, I was completely comfortable in life. I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm good. Like, we good. Like, we chilling. Like, and I was like telling my girlfriend, like, yo, we're good right now. We're good. Like, you know, but when I think back on, on that time, I was like, why was I even saying that? Because my natural tendencies are never to be content. Like that's yeah. i like I'm like anti-content. I'm always like, I right, I can do more. What more can I and it's more just me obtaining more. Like yeah, I yeah, want yeah, yeah. higher status, you know, things of that nature. I, I always want more.
5: And there's nothing wrong with But that. for that
2: moment I was really yeah. content and I was like, wow, it's really easy to just fall in this like to into, yeah, into yeah, a, that, a space of content. That. Just like, yeah, I'm good. but I don't why I need to work harder. Why, why do I need <laughs> oh more? Man.
6: Why do I need to <laughs> It's like well you got enough money, why you need more? <laughs> like, that's no, the dude but, at the... the but the, but that it's thing. really hard, though. It's that's like, the dude like, in Queens. Come, but that, but that, <laughs> it goes
2: to what you're saying about how abnormal it is, because those people, they achieve something, and immediately, they're, before they even achieve something, they think about the next thing after that, yeah, and exactly. the next thing, and the next exactly. thing, and the next thing, and exactly. the next thing. Whereas the average person, they achieve something, they're like, wow, and they like, I, I made it yeah. here, and you stay there, and then that becomes your habit level you yeah, your
5: on. But then, yeah, like that's you feeling content, it's, that's the norm. I know. That's the norm. And that's you scary. know for that's the part. That's why there's only one percent of those people are, are at the level that they're at. Like mm-hmm. Bill Gates. Like Bill Gates, part of that, right? Like you know, um, the guy that made Facebook, part of that one percent, right? Yeah. Uh, Warren Buffett, part of that, Jeff right? Bezos, all like of these all guys. those guys. Elon are part Musk. Of, Elon Musk. Uh, I don't know. Is Jeff he, Bezos, the yeah, Amazon Jeff, guy. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, the Amazon guy. Jeff Bezos, oh, is part of that. About, yeah, yeah. Like, he's oh, part yeah. of that. He's the right? richest like, man in the world. Right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. think
2: about that. Yeah. Imagine being the richest man in the world, right? He's worth eighty-three billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. The average person will be like, "I'm content." I'm it's like, content. "Shit!" Like, why am I? And he's yeah. out here buying Whole Foods, trying to like get into the grocery space, <laughs> trying to true. get into the pharmaceutical space. Yeah, no, and it's just like his drive is just it's, nonsense. It's, yeah. because it's, it's, it's like you—you you are the richest man in the world. Yet yeah, you still want. Why, to yeah, why to, are you still trying to do to this? To work hard.
5: A, re, a recent article just came out that he is building a. Like, I think he rents. Uh, Cargo space at airports Right So in the next Three to four or five years He's going to have an airport Amazon's going to have an airport For delivery I believe <laughs> it Right Like so it's like it. The guy does not Stop yeah. So it's they, like
4: Yeah
5: That is the mentality They were
2: testing They're testing uh, Their own delivery truck service yeah. and stuff To like compete with UPS and, and FedEx like,
5: UPS and FedEx Dropped in stocks Because of this Coming out to be Public yeah. news Like supposedly yeah. I read recently And I was like Oh shit Like this is crazy But but that's the thing, it's, you know, success, drive, like, what is all that, right? Like, that's, yeah. like,
6: the crazy part. The one thing you brought up, too, I thought was interesting, so, like, one, one thing, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get upset when I see somebody, or I used to get upset when you see someone at a level you want to be at, and you're not there, hmm. or, like, you fail at something. So, like, I'm kind of grateful for the people who are content, because it makes me know that There's more out there than the way that they're viewing it. Like the podcast. I didn't know anybody doing a podcast. And when we decided to do a podcast, you know, we didn't have any idea. It was just literally us three talking about like, yo, how are we going to do this? What do we need to buy? What do we need to do this and that? A year now, a year and a half later, there's people out here trying to do podcasts. So it's Mm -hmm. like they... Even though they're failing and everything or like <laughs> No, not not the podcast. I'm talking about people in general. Even though oh, they're failing, they're like, still damn. teaching, like they're still learning. And if I'm failing, I'm still learning. And the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. you realize your failure, it It's it, the only it way with you. yourself. Yeah, yeah. You
5: know? But like for even that, I would say you need to know. what the goal is you know yeah because without the idea of a goal then like how do you even know what failure is yeah you know because it's like those people might be like oh it's a failure because uh we only had a hundred people listen or a hundred listens or clicks onto my website Mm. while you guys might be being like yo we just broke a hundred and being super happy so it's about, like, the, the idea of, like, what is the goal? It's a expectations. Yeah, expectations, mm-hmm. you know? And, and at the end, drive, right? What's yeah. We're going to keep pushing you guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: That's, uh, yeah, it just it comes down to how you're wired,
5: really. Yeah. But, but anyone could be rewired.
2: Of course.
3: True.
5: You know?
2: Of course. I've seen people, I know people that, are, like, were literally, like, just fuck-ups. And, like, one day just wake up and they yeah. turn their whole life yeah. around. And they're, like, super motivated and, like, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to get after it.
5: No, there was, like, the study shown that, um, that at the – so to learn a new habit or something to be rewired, mm-hmm. until 25, you could teach yourself. After 25, you can't really teach it until you have a traumatic experience. That's what that's what uh, scientists have proven that the the way that the mind works. That's why the the quote goes: "You can't treat you know teach an old dog new tricks." Mm. You have to have gone through something traumatic at that point, like fighting that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like a lot of times you, right. you change how you date people because you might have had a traumatic experience with your ex girlfriend. Yeah. you know what I mean, like or that that lets you to freaking just be like you know what I'm just gonna stay single and just you know do my thing. You know, mm-hmm. like it really depends. So that, that there is a trauma in some aspect that makes a person change after a certain point, and I think it's very true. Like, uh, you need to like have gone through enough to know what's important to you. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. like like whoever that just clicked, like yeah. something must have happened. You know what I mean? It's not just like I wake up. I'm yeah, to go. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, like, how it, that's how it, it appeared in me.
2: Like yeah. he just woke up, but I'm sure yeah. something happened in and- I just didn't know of it, and that's
6: why... That's what caused that drastic change and shift in his behaviors. Yeah, man. Did you have a drastic change that sort of changed your mind, or was it the...
5: Yeah, Um. so personally, in high school, like, there was... There was, like, a lot of gangs around, like, Bayside High School. We were, like, ranked fifth worst school of New York City. Mm, what school? Bayside High School. It was... Uh-huh. Yeah, like, you know, I've seen... I've seen some crazy shit in school, like girls knowing another girl was pregnant and stomping her out. Yeah. You know, yeah. like stuff like that. Like it was happening all the time in school. We had like metal detectors come up like and and then because of like Mayor Giuliani, like during the 90s, like he sweeped all the gangs. Right. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, was, when I graduated, it was 05, or 06. Right. Mm-hmm. 05 is when all these gangsters came back out. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were heavily recruiting heavily recruited They came to all our schools and i'm like who are all these like older like guys yeah they were recruiters yeah they were recruiters <laughs> <laughs> it's like where you guys were yeah like. <laughs> like now i guess that's where i got my <laughs> yeah. so then like that in- they came back out and that like gang influence was very heavy mm-hmm. um, so that actually at a young age like until college that's what i really associated myself with mm-hmm. until An incident happened where now I have lots of friends in jail. And that was a very big turning point where I'm like, what is worth it? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I risking all of this to, or be a part of this circle to be locked up? Yep. Like, I love this idea of freedom. Like, when I went to visit him in Rikers, he looked at me and was like, dude, this sucks. Like, you know, like, I. I'd rather have snitched everybody out and been out there with you right now
4: mm-hmm. because
5: the people that were with me, none of them are visiting me. Yeah. You know, like, no one's sending letters, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, damn. he's like, all I have right now is my family. Yep. So I was just like, damn, that's like crazy. Damn, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also, like, my uh, parents are immigrants. You know, my dad and my mother got actually divorced when I went into college. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like, we got kicked out of our house. Like, financially, it was just, like, insane. Like, we were not making money. So, I, like, moved back home, went to community college, went, you know, like, grinded, worked. (laughs) I was working at a paralegal office for personal injury. Oh. Like, you know, like, I was doing all these things just to get by. And in the last year, like, coming back to this job, I was like, yo, money is actually pretty fucking important. Money is? Very important. (laughs) 99.9%. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about that But it's, money is very important It's very important like, mm-hmm. People try to facade that mm-hmm. People try to say No man yeah, happiness. And, it, yeah. you know, happiness is important But I'm like Yeah motherfucker Happiness is important If I know what food I'm going to have Happiness know. is closely you know, tied like, to, to money as well like, You know unfortunately The way the, the world is made Is you need to have money mm-hmm. To eat mm-hmm. you, Someone tricked us By telling us That we need to buy water yeah water, water is, is a necessity <laughs> that's like someone in a in hundred years tricking us to being like you're gonna pay for oxygen now i'm sure alive. they'll
2: get to that point eventually but you get what i'm saying
5: right Only like, the rich have like why the am i paying for this you, te- yeah.
3: you
6: technically do yeah because te- when because i have asthma you have to pay for that oxygen tank when you go to the hospital At like that pure you, oxygen yeah
5: People can't breathe on their own, right? Like, mm. people would... Allow so, at the end of the day, the way that man has made the world, you have to pay for everything. Yeah. You know? So, for you to not put importance points on money, um, I'm not saying it's the most important thing. It's up there. It, but it's up there. Like, if I know I can't make a lot of money and New York City is getting too expensive, either you move to somewhere that's, like, down south where it's more affordable. Because, you know, like... The, but affordable means money. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's just being smart about it. You mm-hmm. know, so you, you do what you need to do, but at the end, you still need to make money, yep. right? So, you know, they say that in order, it's health, safety, and shelter, and like money, love, and like, like leads to some sort of happiness, right? Mm-hmm. On this list, it, this guy was saying it, love was like the fourth on that list. It's like how do you love when you don't have the right necessities, and money goes on third on that list because mm-hmm. money becomes the the avenue of getting your necessities, yeah, you know if healthcare wasn't free, like you know what I mean like healthcare's not even free, education's not even free, mm-hmm. you know like nothing's free, free yeah you know <laughs> nothing nothing so at the end like. You know, when that reality came in and I knew I could make a good amount of money at my job and I knew I was good at my job, that's when the light bulb just fucking switched. I was yeah. hating my job, you know, it just turned on. And I was like, dude, I've seen, I've got kicked out of my house. My dad has one point got bankrupt.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And now I look at my mom and my dad, they don't have a retirement fund. They're immigrants. My mom barely speaks English. And I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of on me. You know, it's kind of on me. And as much as I could run away from the fact, but that's still reality. Yeah. You, can't, you you could run as much as you want, but reality's the reality is still reality. And I was like, the minute I was able to really believe it, understand what reality was, was when the light bulb went on in my mind. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go crazy. Yeah. And then that's when I started reading all those self-help books, the investment books, mm-hmm. everything. And then I started talking to people, and it was more of like an... It was crazy how not normal it was for people to think about investing,
4: Mm -hmm.
5: you know, because they were day two living paycheck to paycheck. They would tell me, listen, I don't even have any savings. And I was just like, again, we're talking about money. (laughs) You know know, Again, we're talking about money, you know, so I was like, listen, man, there's enough information, especially because we have the Internet Mm -hmm. to get yourself to the next level. But it just depends on what you want we and, how, you know, how much you want to do it. You know? Yeah. But I think what you're saying about
2: society, um, I don't know. I, mean, I I think mostly about American society and, like, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. Yeah, yeah. I think that also breeds such the, uh, all these abnormal personalities where everyone's like, uh, not everyone, but the 1%. Yeah. They have these personalities where they constantly need more mm-hmm. because you become addicted to making money yeah. because money. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hate having these conversations with people, but I I've, I've I've grown to a point in life where, granted, I still love money, but before I used to put money above everything. Like people used to get annoyed talking to me. That's all I talk about was money. Yeah. money, 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 and like I I still like have these thoughts in the back of my head because I know how important money is, and I know that. Growing up, a lot of the issues that we had could have easily been alleviated with money With money, like, yeah. <laughs> because money alleviates oh, a boy. lot of concerns, like well, a lot of boy. things that are issues for you mm-hmm. aren't issues anymore when you have money. Granted, money can't solve everything, you know, no, yeah, it's can't not, give you love. It can't do yeah. all the other things that, you, that I feel like I feel like love is a necessity. I I need love in my life. I need people who love me around me because love and support are things that you need to like you know yeah. nurture and you know fan your flame. Basically, yeah. hate that nigga. But <laughs> but money in our society is just so essential. Like the simplest things. Like and I think about money all the time. Like even when like I go get lunch, I'm like, damn. Like you know, I wouldn't be able to do this two years ago. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> seriously. I'm yeah, like, why oh, not though? I'm gonna go buy Isn't that. This lunch. Like
4: gratitude.
5: What? But wouldn't that be like gratitude? You're like, I couldn't have done this two years ago. Wow, I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah, I do that I, shit all the time. I think about it
2: all the time, like every day. Almost mm-hmm. everything I buy, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, like I I can buy this. Like,
5: <laughs> but then that to me is way more important. Even if you're thinking about money all the time, mm-hmm. because there's people that get to that point and they don't even think about that. Oh, they're course. not grateful. They're they just lose more all like, sense of reality. there's you know. You know, they say money, when you get a lot of money, your true character comes out. Mm. Evil people with a lot of money will do evil things. Mm-hmm. Good people with a lot of money will always do good things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just putting yourself in that kind of check. I'm ready to be judged. No, no, wait, <laughs> I, wait, 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 wait. That's me. But you know what that, but you, I, honestly, you
2: know what that comes from? That co- That comes from a struggle, though. Like you, I honestly, I feel like if I didn't struggle as bad as i did like when i first graduated law school and i came back up here shit was rough like it was a struggle for me so like if i didn't have to struggle (laughs) and and you know start off at the law firm i started at and basically making fucking pennies and struggling and going through that struggle i would not be as grateful as i am today because honestly if i if i just got out of law school and got the money that i was looking for my entire life i probably would have been a dickhead i might because like I, I, I learned the lessons that I learned in like the value and importance of um, of money of money and also having good character with money came from me going through that struggle because I was like this is this is insane yeah. and like a lot of my habits also changed like now another reason why I don't go out that much because I'm thinking about I don't want to waste money yeah that's yeah a waste yeah of money before I'd have been like shit we going out like fucking like
6: fuck but food. but, but,
2: for real, but fuck now I'm food. like you know that's that's a waste of money like let me focus on what's important and that struggle helped me mature and grow
5: oh, listen like there's still people that could have gone through your struggle and still been a dick oh, easily, you know hands down and that's like okay so i'm also a catholic mm-hmm. you know and i would say that's god's perfect plan yeah as much as like no one wants to struggle god puts you in struggle so that you learn and right hopefully learn a lesson learn a lesson yeah. so like i just said like you need to go <laughs> through a traumatic experience to make new habit mm-hmm. you just went through one yeah you know, like, that's like traumatic for you. That's like, that shit you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I don't have no money. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, like. But the thing is, what I read when I read, read books about like those one percent, they're not look like a lot of the I would say more genuine people, good people of the mm-hmm. world. Right. Uh, they're not looking to make more money. They're at that point, money doesn't even matter to them at that point. They're just looking to make a change. Yep. Make Mm -hmm. a progress, making a dent, a legacy. Yeah. You know, because when you chase just money, um, then uh, like the rat race is so different. Mm -hmm. It's so empty and hollow because there's no purpose to what, because you could do anything and make a lot of money. That's what I tell all my juniors. I I have eight, no, seven people report into me. and my interview is like why do you want to do this i want to make a lot of money i'm like all right but you could make a lot of money doing something else Mm -hmm. so like why this you know like and i think that's the fire that everyone needs to find you know and always you found it you're an attorney you know you found it right like you know it and you want to live a certain lifestyle right like sometimes when i fucking go on vacation i'm like you know what i want fiji water you know what yeah. I, mean? like, I ain't going back. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I ain't drinking this. Like other water, I don't even know. Like I've been at Cancun. I'm like, i don't even know what this is. I got Fiji water though. I ain't going back. You know, I ain't going back. Don't bring me that trash. Yeah, what is this? You know, like, I love it. I love it. But I'm, I'm all. And, but then there's gonna be moments when you go back, back. You know, like you go yeah. back to those. And and I think, but that's the value and beauty of growth. Like ignorance is a bliss. You know, like when you know, like the water, like that Fiji water, like it's proven it is the most healthiest water. Mm-hmm. Right. Health is wealth at that point. All right. maybe invest in this water to be healthy. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. So there's that kind of level, you know, like the it's true. Like I got the 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 more money I started to make. I never thought I was going to make this kind of money. And mm-hmm. then I'm living in a high rise. Never thought that was going to happen. Yeah. You know. Like, like the things that I do sometimes, I do sit back and I'm like, fuck, man, you know, I'm living a fucking good life, (laughs) you know, like, like I'm like, this is an amazing life and I always want more, you know, I want more, I want more and I'm like, yo, but I have one life, you know, like, I have to also take care of my body, like, if it costs $3 to get that water and I know it's actually beneficial to my body, like, yo, it's so worth it, like, constantly buying really bad beer versus an amazing beer you know it's just more like yo man like I know that this is so much better sometimes you know yeah. I'd rather value the one beer than to get ten of those you know like mm-hmm. the, the quality of that change nice craft beer I'm like oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like you value it more yeah and, I, and it's I, expensive and I, for a reason yeah and, and I definitely feel that and I'm going through that and I'm just more like no man I'm not going back like there's no way there's no point like I love this And I'm like, I'm going to keep, and the beauty of life is that you could actually gain more. Yeah. Mm. And even in our, even in our religion, you know, even in our religion as a Catholic, it's more like, there is no, like, you should stop there and be humble. Yeah. Be humble as you go. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the church too, they need a lot of rich people to donate. Of course. You know, they're not a business. You know, they want you to be successful. When you read a lot of parts of the Bible, it talks about like, here, come pray to me. Because I have your best interest. I want you to be wealthy. I want you trust to be... Trust me. This. Yeah, like, mm. trust me. Like, But that's about wanting more, you know?
4: Mm.
5: You know, like, some people don't want more because they don't want to work more. You know, bottom line. Some people don't want... They're happy with where they are because they know going to the next level and deals with a lot of stress. I know people that don't want to become managers even though they could double their salary because they don't want to deal with people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, So it really depends on the individual. <laughs> Like,
6: what you want.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, you definitely going to work more.
6: (laughs) Yeah, you're going to work more, man. What would you say to the individual who's struggling to be better? Or who wants to be better? They just may not have the people surrounding them or Mm. their circumstances are different. What would you say to them?
5: I would say that they're not being resourceful. Um, everyone, everyone being successful, it's not because someone came to them and helped them. It's because they went to look for that help. Mm-hmm. They're not doing enough. Then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like you know, like a lot of people. Like you know, like Eminem's story is crazy to me. I love Eminem. I like just know everything about him from when he was growing up. That guy didn't give up. He yeah. spent his last dollar to fly out to Dr. Dre just to meet with him. Knowing that it could be nothing. He had no money after. He risked it all. Like, he went to the fucking end of the world. He went to every rap battle. He came in. He got booed off stage. You know you know the story. Like, he got booed off Kept going, kept going, kept mm-hmm. going. But he was in where he wanted to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people that are struggling is because as much as you could say, but, oh, they didn't know, it's more like they didn't. I, to me, it's more like they didn't keep trying mm-hmm. and yeah. they gave up. And, you know, a lot of the stories always, when you hear about people that actually are successful, they're the ones that didn't give up, even if they failed. They were the ones that failed 20 times, you know. Thomas Edison's greatest uh, quote is, oh, I didn't fail 10,000 times. Uh, it was just, what is it? It was just a learning experience of what I didn't, like what I, what was it? I didn't fail 10,000 times. It was just a learning experience of what I shouldn't have done. And he kept, and he made it, mm-hmm. you know okay so
2: i you know it's funny i I never consider myself to be successful i want to just throw it out there i tell people all the time like i'm not successful my girlfriend always tells me oh shut the fuck up
6: like i was about to tell you shut the fuck up but (laughs) the reason why i
2: don't tell myself i'm successful is because i know there's so much more More. out there that i can do i'm not doing enough so it's like yeah i'm I'm successful there's hundreds of thousands if not millions Millions of attorneys like i'm not doing anything that's that's out of the ordinary, you know. I'm not successful, but I would say um, for someone who's struggling, um, I would say you have to be more self aware. Like, be aware of your faults and what 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 you're not doing, and or what what more what, what you more you you could be doing. Because in, in my struggle, when I was in, in a, a, a dark place of struggling, it took I, I I learned so much about myself, like a lot about myself. Like, all right and then when i sat back and and assessed my flaws and what i wasn't doing um that's why i'm always on linkedin now like it, it's, it's just from habit like when i when i was struggling professionally i was always on linkedin like and i was and it, it made me it made me learn that i wasn't even using linkedin correctly i wasn't using it like Um, efficiently to the best of, you know, to the best of my abilities. And that's why I'm always on it now. It's like, I'm always thinking about networking. I'm always like Mm -hmm. thinking about something, um, how to grow professionally because like, that's what I learned in that time of struggle. It's like, oh cool, if I put this on LinkedIn, you know, then, you know, things like, you know, you get different clicks and people view different things differently. Um, So I think it's just more like just being self-aware of your flaws and how you can grow and just changing certain things that may have better outcomes that Mm -hmm. you may not even really even notice at the time. I agree. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and I would just pretty much to paraphrase. Yeah, just ask yourself: Are you really doing your best? Are you really mm-hmm. maximizing? Do your actions follow what you what your words are? Mm-hmm. Are you really doing everything in your power to be the best person you can? And really, you know, are you really holding yourself the most accountable? Yeah. And then if you're not, you know, you gotta make some hard choices. Mm, that's hard. Yeah. I, I too remember. Yeah, when I was in a dark place, it's just like you know better, but you're not doing mm, better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like. You can't blame anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like that cliche like with the car that nobody wants to see you with your hand out, they want to see you pushing the car and then they come and help you. Mm-hmm. So it's like just Yeah. I just feel like yeah, once you really start, you'll feel better because you know what you're preaching is true. Your mm-hmm. intentions are true and I think that energy just, you attract other people with that energy. Oh.
5: Mm. Yeah, And I think it's like so almost really stupid for someone to not use the internet to even help them. Like, oh, you know, like, that's like that's uh You know, like, go on Google. You right? got a computer in your pocket. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you could literally Google, like, I, how you, you know what I mean? Like, so many things. Like, if we were to talk about someone that wants to be a rapper, you know, it would be like, okay. How do how, I do it? You know, how to, how to rap, right? Like, literally, they'll be hundreds of pages of that you know it's almost impossible but if the person's motivated to figure it out but they're not surrounded by the right person like i would always ask them like who do they admire the most and tell them to read their autobiography Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know because like you know they're looking for someone to kind of that way mm-hmm. and it's almost impossible for them to find the mentor if they can't immediately find someone mm-hmm. so then like oh you want to be a rapper okay like hey like who's your favorite rapper okay like youtube all his interviews youtube yeah. talk like look yeah. at what He's he went Canada, to. Con- you, know? <laughs> <He's from> Canada. <laughs> you know like, <laughs> you, know, like <laughs> you know like literally just study that yeah, yeah. you know like like, you know, I, for me, if I, if someone said, I, I want to, I want to, I told someone I want to be a rapper and someone said that, I all right, let me look at Eminem. All that I would have saw on his past is that he was a battle MC yeah. and that's where I would have started. Yeah. You know what I like doing it? You know what I mean? There's so much now that people don't do like, oh, I want to be a Steve Jobs. All right, then read his book, see what he went through, see what he did and then try to mimic it. Mm. You
3: know, yeah, yeah and that in- that includes like the little cues, like you you mentioned Eminem. Like when you read his autobiography, you're going to see various instances of like perseverance. Like pick up on the things he did, the risk he take, not just that he did battle rap, but also yeah. the actions <coughs> Excuse me. and like the fearlessness that he showed.
5: But that's like those are the hardest things to show someone in the beginning, though You know, no, like but I'm if you read it, you can
3: pick up. Yeah, you People could pick up. Pick,
5: you could mm-hmm. definitely pick it up. And I agree with that. You can't show anybody. But actually. you can't show that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, I could like literally tell someone like, oh, this is what you have to do at A, you know, a through Z. You know, it's not, they're not yeah. going to always do it. But
3: what I will say, go, go ahead, go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, you sure? No, I was just thinking about basic advice when people, I follow that Jay-Z thing that everybody has their own path. Yeah. I would just say really generic for lack of a better word is just. Work hard, aside from that, I really don't know what I could tell anybody aside from work hard and just, I don't know how. It's funny
2: though, because when you tell people something I've learned, when you tell people your story, they learn so much just from hearing your story. Yeah. Rather than you like specifically, like, oh, you should do this. You just tell someone your story. And I wanted to add on to that by saying something I also learned uh, during my struggles that people who are successful, or at least who think they are successful, they love talking about the not even just about themselves but their experiences and and their um story. and their path, their story. And one thing that I learned, particularly when I was struggling, like I was always like you know afraid to reach out to people, you know, and like on LinkedIn for example, I would just send attorneys who were doing what I wanted to do like random messages all the time, and they would ask like they would reply like Hey, let's go out to coffee, you know, like and just yeah. have these informational interviews, like, and I would just hear everyone's story, and then I realized you know. My struggle is pretty common. Like you come out of law school, like everyone, everyone isn't you know successful as soon as you you know jump into a certain career field or anything of that nature. But it's just on on a larger scale, yes, you can read someone's book, but also on a smaller scale, if you find someone who's you know doing similar similar, who's doing a similar career field or whatever activity that you want to do, just if you can, if you have the
5: ability to, just reach out to them. That I I suggest to be the first most important. But the thing is, ninety percent of the people don't can't do it. They don't have the courage to do it. Yeah, that was me. You know what I mean? I was like, what am I, what am I saying to you? I Yeah, Hi. yeah uh, you know, like, so, like, that's why, like, the book approach is easier because it's just, like, your own time. Yeah. That would be the most effective approach. Yeah, because like, that approach you
2: have to, like, literally you, you have open most, yourself up. be right. vulnerable. Yeah. You have to be re- ready to get shut down, basically. A
5: hundred percent. Yeah. You know, they always say, like, because I was just telling Kev this, like, To be successful it's it's almost impossible to be successful by just working hard Mm -hmm. because i was talking of like i you know what if you're working hard the wrong way though Mm -hmm. you know it's like going into like you know a a race but you're running the opposite way but you're the fastest runner Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: you already lost you already lost the battle you know like you have to you know like you know everyone that's being innovative they've had some sort of inspiration you know what i mean like Someone inspired them to do something, right? But at the same time, it was all a trial and error and Mm. learning and all of these things where a mentor sometimes is very required or some sort of like mentorship. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be an individual. It can be like a book. It could even be a song, man. Yeah. That inspiration, that constantly driving you. Like sometimes when I don't want to work out, I just freaking put put on like till I collapse by Eminem. I'm like, all right, I just just go work out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, Nate dog, I got it. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, all right, you know, yeah, go I'll call it to you, collapse, all right, I'm fucking collapsing now, but I'll do it. You know, like, yeah. like you know, that type of muscle, because the thing is, it's like, you know, wh- have me on Eminem heavy on the rod, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know, like you know, like what's the point of you know? I agree, working hard is very crucial, but you need to also know how to make good choices, mm-hmm. because like, what if I'm working really hard and it's really just taking me down to the ground? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I agree with that, like, but sometimes working hard is just, I think, a part of a formula that could be successful, because for me, I don't think, I think I got successful because I worked hard and I had actual managers that taught me what I needed to mm-hmm. do and I took the time to also then got more resources and got yeah. books and and put in that extra time because some of these people that I was working with was I went in by 8 I left by 8.39pm mm-hmm. my first two years and there were people doing the same thing but they're not at where I am right now and yeah. I like talked to them because they were too prideful they didn't want to talk to anybody they were doing the same mistakes over and over again they were um, they couldn't get over this hump. And I'm like, what's that hump? And it'd be like six months of the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, oh, all right. And I'm like, how come you didn't talk to anyone? Like, I was embarrassed. Or I was this, I was that. Mm-hmm. Or the minute something went wrong, I went to my manager. I'm like, okay, what the hell? How do I fix this? You know, like, yeah. constantly going that fashion. And I put in the work hard and put in the extra hours so that if anyone was doing the same amount of work under my manager, but they were working less than me. I knew I had the edge on them because I was putting that extra two hours that they couldn't. Yeah, uh, you know, like so. I think that like working hard just isn't enough because if you're working really hard the wrong way, then you're just going nowhere. Yeah, but that's you know? where working
2: smart comes into play. That's what I'm that saying. You gotta work hard, but also work, work smart. smart. I agree with that. Yeah, because there's like um, I don't know, like I have all these personal examples, but like there's kids obviously who I I know for a fact are more intelligent than me. <laughs> like who yeah. I went to school with way more intelligent than me um but you're not necessarily seeing I don't know call it my level of success because that sounds like I'm bragging or something like that but certainly you're not you're not seeing a certain level of success because yes you're smart and you and you you're working really hard but you're working hard the completely wrong way like there's no networking like you know there's none of the extra things that that come into being a full-fledged I guess professional per se I don't know but but I just, I yeah, I relate to what you're saying. Is you know people who are, who are like, working really, really hard, but they're just working hard incorrectly.
5: Yeah, and you, do, and I you agree don't with reap that. the benefits of that. You see you're not, it. you're not reaping yeah. the benefits of that. And it's almost, it's almost like a, 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 at a certain degree it becomes a waste of time. Yep. You know, it becomes inefficient. That's why, like, you know, we use things of our like our culture right now. Blockbuster was probably working really hard. They were mm-hmm. working really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. They're not here right now. Yep. Because they weren't working smart. They didn't change with time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Couldn't they have bought Netflix too? <coughs> they were offered yeah. to, yeah. but they didn't think that they needed to. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, so they worked really hard on keeping <laughs> themselves afloat, mm-hmm. but they didn't, didn't work. Idiots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's like those those examples. It's just like they were the everything for who we had to get movies from. You know, and they just you know, fell through. But the mm. thing about Netflix was that they weren't streaming back then. Yeah.
2: They were delivering. They were delivering DVDs. They were delivering DVDs, DVDs. Yeah. So they're. And it was taking
5: forever. Forever. <laughs> and you had to go to a box and just drop it off or whatever it was. Yeah. And sometimes that box wasn't even, you know, suffice for all the movies you wanted, like mm-hmm. whatever it was. So it wasn't even like they were doing what they did now. You know what I'm saying? They were doing the same thing as blockbuster. Instead, yeah. they were bringing it to people, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, all right, they changed. They did it smarter. But Blockbuster was like, oh, no, like we're going to outdo them. Let's open more stores, you know, yeah. make it more convenient for people. Mm. And it's more like, you know? <laughs>
2: but you know what that is, though? That that just speaks to uh, the greatness of a Jeff Bezos because, like, you literally have – you cornerstone this market. Like, there's nothing like Amazon, but yet he's still, like, trying yeah. to he's trying, trying to do more versus a, a Blockbuster yeah. where, you know, you had a cornerstone on the market and you're just like, all right, yeah, we, we have this now. Yeah. You know, you're just like – content in the sense that you you run this area until someone like Netflix sneaks up on you.
5: Yeah.
4: Whereas
2: Amazon is, is not letting anyone sneak up on them. They out No, here exactly. Trying to take over the entire world, basically. Like,
5: Amazon, to me, reminds me of, uh, what's that, Denzel Washington, when he was, like, the Harlem drug dealer.
6: American Gangster?
5: American Gangster. Know. You know why? Because he's, like, American Gangster starts off with him getting drugs from someone in the United States. And yeah. he's, like,
4: just go there yeah, to yeah. I'm gonna just so I can go
5: myself. You know, <laughs> like, like that's is, yeah, that's what exactly what Amazon's doing. They're just like, Why do we need to use FedEx for our shipping? You just ship this
4: shit out. I don't want to just ship it myself. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like
5: he's like, you know, like why am I paying this hospital all of this for my employees? I'm just going to fucking have my own healthcare. Like, yeah, he is like the ga- most gangster person ever. He's just like, <laughs> it's like, why am I paying someone else when they could, I could just be paying myself and make more money. You, you know heard what about
6: mean? the grocery stores they did? Yeah. The like, test grocery stores.
5: Mm-hmm. They have no cashiers. You know what I mean? It's None. Just, None. You know, it's like, <laughs> he was just That's like, more money wasted. I ain't paying you for nothing. <laughs> no, It was crazy. It's like fresh direct is what I, he, they're doing what I'm doing, but not, but I don't do food yet. He's like, Nah, I'm going to do that, too. You yeah. know, it's not even him being original. It's him just being efficient. Yeah. And being he smarter. cares about the people, too. Yeah, right? I mean,
2: because it allows smarter. people's lives to be more efficient. I, I can go one place for everything yeah. I need. Yeah. yeah it
3: it's
5: makes crazy. it easier. Mm. It's crazy. You know, Amazon started off just being books. Yeah.
3: No. Crazy. I remember that, yeah, too. Man. I do, too. God.
5: I man. never was on That's Amazon.
3: Modern, I'm like, what is this? What is yeah, this? Yeah.
2: You know, like I remember the first time I saw Amazon, I was like this is a website like this. Is <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> you think this is going to be a thing? But I'm also not a visionary because I didn't think Netflix was going to be a thing either. Yeah. Like, well, until they started streaming. Yeah, then yeah. They started yeah. Streaming, then it became like, crazy. Wow, this is going to be insane. And then the first time they let you stream on your phone, that's what I knew. Yeah. But then so, it was over. Yeah, I was like, damn, they, they got something to do with this one.
5: But, you know, that that's what's being smart, you know, yeah. because they probably took a lot of the hardworking people and just, you know, it's like, you know, I've read 50 made a quote Oh, I never graduated from Har- uh, Harvard, but I have people from Harvard working for me. Yep. Oh, you yeah,
3: know? I remember.
5: Yeah, you're just like, That's damn, 50. Yeah. <laughs> damn, man. Like, I love you for that. Like, you know, it's just like, he's smart. He's so smart. Yeah. He's so smart. He, You know? Yeah. I see him as a
6: mogul in the next few years. Yeah. yeah
2: to get, But to get to that point, you have to think outside of the box. He's like, crazy. You, get, you have to have, like, some other type of thinking. Because, like, society tells us like oh you have to be this 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 so you have to think this certain type of way to make a lot of money and also it has to be is, there's a time frame for you to make this kind of money like oh you go to school yeah. then you get out and you start at the bottom and work your yeah. way up and then you know as you're older and as your agent then yeah. you make a lot of money whereas i think millennials are really good at this though at thinking outside of the box and being like you know i don't want to work i don't want to yeah. be here for five years before i make this amount of money you know like depend I, I can, on my
3: pension. yeah
2: I, I, <laughs> that's dumb i'm gonna do this myself like I, you know and I, <laughs> that's it's dumb. but you know it's crazy because a lot of people i work with like they're older i'm the youngest person there yeah. so it's like some some of the advice they give me i appreciate but i have to take it with a grain of salt because it's like i don't want to be Cup In my 50s Before I You know Feel comfortable Like I don't I don't want that
5: (laughs) Like they were probably The people that were putting a log in your fire, now you're kind of like, oh, man, you're like outdated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh. This is a different Listen, time period. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, yo, you really helped me get to this level, but now I'm going to have to seek someone else. Yeah. Like, that's what I meant. Like now the
2: next level of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely experiencing
5: that. Yeah. Like that yeah. transition is the one of the most craziest transitions that I would say everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's like, and that's when loyalty kicks in and that makes it hard to grow. Where you're like, no, but this guy, like, gave me my first chance. When you know, is selfishness like, oh, yeah. kicking? <laughs> I don't think it's selfishness when it comes to self-growth. Because oh. self-growth. Okay. All right. Shit, you know, like, you don't barred him up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't worry, I'm still in <laughs> it. Jesus Christ. Like, self-growth is is how life has to be, mm-hmm. you know. So, selfishness, I would say selfishness is you being loyal. Mm. And I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, no. Yeah. I, I think what, okay. selfishness is you being loyal and you think, because when you go to the next level, right. And you kind of like cut those ties where you don't meet them as much, your real loyalty in a selfless way is help them get to the next level with you. Ah, I see. It's like you get there. Cause you're like, Hey, listen, like I'm with you guys. Like you guys really taught me. Like imagine if I start podcasting, I'm like, you guys really taught me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are my mentors. Then I get to a certain point, I find a mentor that's like better than you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He elevates me. But I'm like talking about a different thing. I'm not even talking about what you guys are. So we're we're still in the same space. Yeah. Then I meet you guys. I'm like, yo, listen, you guys got to meet uh you guys have to meet Jeff. Like he took me to the next level. And you're gonna be like, what do you mean? I'm getting thousand views per second now.
4: Yeah. You know, like yeah. you
5: guys have to come with me. Like that's selflessness. Like where you're like, I got to the next level, I'm gonna check my people with me. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. like, that's what you do you know, like, that's what Biggie meant by show you know, love the Brooklyn it's like he brought his people with him and elevated them sometimes you need to have someone teach you to you know, do these things and they put in all this fire mm-hmm. and then you bring it you, you are then taking the log out of your fire and putting it in your boys yeah. but sometimes the reason why you tie, you cut those ties is because they take that and they just throw it away and they're just like, they just let it burn. No one's fanning it. They're not fanning it. Even though you're trying to fan it, they're just like, no, stay away. You know? That's what it means to like bring everyone and you elevate them, you know?
4: Yeah, I
3: don't think people realize this is like a long race. Like, we cannot talk right now for like a couple months, a couple years. But wh- if you know me, why don't you just like f- know that this is just tunnel vision for a reason? Like, I got to hone in right now and this yeah. is nothing personal. Won't your real friends realize that?
5: Uh, yeah and they're gonna appreciate that you know because they're gonna go through it yeah and then you're gonna be the one to say hey i understand i went through that you know like that's what real boys do but at the same time because of their pride at the Uh moment they don't know so when they go through it they're gonna probably come back hey kev like yo i just went through that (laughs) i get it man like my bad like my bad i I, I'm, i'm here now and then you will automatically forgive them because you're so happy now you have another person to talk to about this type of shit. Yeah. You know, you're like, holy shit. Yo, you, you're into that. Finally, man. Yeah, like, you're like, <laughs> yo, yeah. no, you're into that. What do you know? And then you start bouncing ideas. Yeah. And then you're kind of like back at that new level of friendship because you're talking about the things that are relevant in your lives now. Mm. You know, those are sometimes how like old friendships rekindle.
6: Yeah. Man. So hmm. many, man. David. I'm a definitely replaying this episode <laughs> a bunch of times. Wise man, David.
4: Yeah. Wow, time is
5: flying, too.
6: That's how it happens. Yeah, man, <laughs> genuine, good, you. Genuine, genuine good conversations. Good, yeah. You look up,
2: you're like, oh, an hour and 30 minutes later.
5: Yeah. Damn. No, like. brought
2: them up, man. You <laughs> dropped some gems. somewhere. Yeah. I took notes. I was like, all right, cool. You'll see it on my Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> no quotes, though. These, these are mine. <laughs>
3: I know like Oh man uh, wise man once told me an (laughs) act Oh man damn
2: well I mean I I think that's it. Like Yeah, any closing words? Do you have any closing remarks for the people?
5: Um no like what I would always tell everyone is uh the love like being successful doesn't mean that you've hit a certain place. Mm -hmm. I think being to be successful is the idea that you're being resourceful. You know, and because being resourceful allows you to grow in many ways, you know, like uh, a person that's very knowledge, knowledgeable is they they could tell you they could tell you from their personal experience. They could actually quote people. They could tell you, hey, I recommend you reading a book. Listen to a podcast. Listen to this video. Check this conference out. Go meet this person. Mm -hmm. Like that list is so endless, but they're all such different avenues of finding information Mm -hmm. you know and you have to be resourceful like that and with the internet now it's almost impossible for you not to be like i follow instagram accounts for motivation you know Mm -hmm. and they help me or you know Uh, so there's so many ways to do it there isn't one way or another you know you have to keep it very open-minded but push yourself to stay uncomfortable you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable is you know one thing I would always tell everyone once you you know once you get (laughs) to that level of uh, constantly being uncomfortable like I think that's when you grow a lot you know and and like okay the last thing I would say don't compare and don't fall into self pity because those two things are the devil's greatest trick to holding you back because you're going to compare it to someone and you're going to then get into this level of self pity and you're going to be like, why can I make it? Why does he get all the luck? Why does this happen to me? And then you don't move. You have to move away from that and just be resourceful. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Damn, we're going to need help picking up all these gems. Or, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. David, thank you for
2: coming on the podcast. No, no, uh, no
3: problem.
5: Thank you guys so much. It, yeah. It was, I didn't know what to expect, so I'm excited. You know, we was, didn't need
3: so. it. It was refreshing.
5: Yeah. It was yeah. super
3: refreshing. I was telling you earlier, those are the ones. We didn't know what to expect. Yeah, and those are often our best.
2: Yeah. Wow. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, really thank appreciate you your coming. You want to shout out your IG or anything like that? No, you, no, no. I'm okay. Nah, you good on that? I okay. right, see. David's a good man. He don't yeah. want that love. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, thank you for coming on the podcast. As always, uh, make sure you rate, subscribe, share the podcast. Um, We love you guys. We appreciate all the support. We couldn't have grown as much as we've grown without you guys. So keep sharing, keep rating, keep subscribing. Yeah, we uh, started putting videos on the YouTube. Oh, yeah, check the YouTube YouTube page. We're starting to put up a lot uh, of full-length videos. So make sure you all check those out. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, Get them likes up there as well. Um, That's it, man. Until next time, just cooling out.
3: Stay cool.
0: You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out.